Stop what you're doing. We're playing D and D. Oh my gosh. Cue the music. That was awful. <laughs> I'm giving you my two weeks notice. <laughs> was that Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes, <laughs> or as one of our players recently pointed out, maybe it should just be called Make Believe People because there are no heroes on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, hey, there's at least one hero, guy. Midoriya became a hero, <laughs> and he didn't even have a quirk. I can be a hero. Mm, my name is Paul. I'm your dungeon master. <laughs> As usual. He sometimes regrets that. <laughs> uh, I, no, the next part's what I really regret. And, and today I'm joined by four of my closest friends. Oh, well, closest thanks. Friends. I appreciate that. Hey, guys, this is Jeremy. I play Lorik Darkbolt. I mean, it was a compliment. <laughs> I mean, no, you said you said the next part is oh, probably not the that part. I just meant who you that you guys are playing D&D. Specifically, the first, okay, the first right. character, he regrets that part. You're right. You got oh, it. Okay, um, go ahead. I'm Jeffrey. And I play Sir Vance off the wall. I'm Alan, and I play Jemalil Cart. Hello, I'm Red. <laughs> now I play Kellen. Okay. That was are not you... nearly loud enough, but. Why, why, why are you playing Snake? Bliskin? <laughs> <laughs> dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Behind <laughs> <A> D? <laughs> Snake! Before we do anything else, yes. the DM's going to roll a giant D20, and it's blue. Yes! <laughs> yes! Guys, guys, wait, wait, wait. An... What'd you get, Paul? I rolled a natural one. Yes! <laughs> Last time, we found out that Lark was, in fact, taken captive by those 12-year-old halflings. Not cool, bro. <laughs> Are, we, are they legitimately twelve year olds? Uh, are we just some of them probably? That? Some of them probably are. Most of them aren't. We've though. said it so much now; it's just a fact. They're, they're all twelve year olds. <laughs> exactly. Now it's canon. <laughs> there are a few adolescents, but you know there there are adults as well. But so as Servants, Jim, Guy, and Kellen went to the Lane Golas Inn searching for Lorik, Lark himself was downstairs, awaking in a cell in a strange place, dark, dimly lit. He didn't know where he was, but he soon discovered that he was not alone. And Lorik befriended the innocent, happy-go-lucky, but maybe a little bit troubled halfling named Poldo. Poldo then was I love him. convinced, due to some circumstances and such, to help Lorik escape his cell. But as he and Lorik tried to gather his things to regain his wand and wand of wonders and his other items and equipment so that they could escape, things Kind of went sideways. Next thing you know, there is a confrontation inside a room filled with potions, and there is fire everywhere. The rest of the heroes are rushing downstairs trying to find Lorik, trying to save him or save others. Who knows what's going on, right? Only to find Lorik fainted in the room with his legs frozen to the floor. <laughs> Kellen. I'm doing great. With Paldo's help, got him free from the ice. They carried him out of the room, running towards Servants and Jim, just as the flames caught up with some of the more volatile concoctions in that room, and there was an earth-shattering explosion. Let me see. I want all four of you to roll me a d20. Twelve. I had to count and make sure there was four so I could roll two. Six. Five. Can Killen have advantage because he's so short to the ground? No. What'd you get, though? <laughs> I got a natural one. Okay, so one, two, no, one, five, six, and 12. Vance, you got a 12. Sir Vance, your eyes open. And I'm dead. Your ears are ringing. You smell smoke. You have a sharp pain in your side, and your vision is just white light, basically. For some reason, your vision is, is not adjusting. I have bad eyesight. Your head's spinning. You feel someone tugging on your arm, and every time they pull your arm, it hurts in your side really badly. Great. Uh, 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 there's a giant hole in my side. 
someone's got a hold of your right arm and they're they're trying to drag you and every inch that your body moves, your side is killing you. They're dragging me. They're trying to. I can't see them. No. Your vision is starting to come around. So. Trying to speak? You can speak. Help me. Please. (laughs) Your eyes are adjusting and you can see that the smoke is no longer filled in the room. In fact, you feel a little bit of a breeze. Thank God for a cool breeze on a day when you've just been burned to death. I say that in character. Not really. Just to clarify, Jeffrey got a 12, Lorik, you got a 5, Jim got a 6, and Kellen got a 1. Oh, Kellen's dead. You're looking around. You're trying to regain your vision. Is that what I mean? You're trying to. <laughs> Let me rub my eyes real quick. Okay. You reach up to touch your face. And you pull your hand back, and you can see your hand now. You're starting to get your really near vision back. And I have missing three fingers. there's blood on your hand. Okay, is there blood anywhere else? Your arm, your other arm is being pulled, and you look up, and it's Guy. He's got a hold of your arm, and he's trying to drag you in one direction. What did Guy roll? Did he roll an extra 20? He rolled very high. He rolled over 15. That's awesome. Guy. You can hear him now. There's still a really loud ringing in your ears, but he's yelling your name. What's going on? You sort of pick yourself up a little bit, look down, and you, you notice two things. First of all, your pike is broken in two pieces. In two pieces? Secondly, the wooden broken end of it is shoved into your left side. Jeez. Amazing. This is not good, guys. So I'll grab the, grab the top piece, just so we have that clear. Jim. Me? Yes, roll me a... Roll me a d20. A death saving throw. I got a natty 20. Wow. <laughs> oh. Good timing. Jim. Yeah. You hear a voice calling, and it sounds like you're at the bottom of a well. An echoey, deep voice. Like someone is standing at the top of a well, speaking down to you, not yelling, just talking at a normal voice, and it's getting to you, echoing slowly. And you can feel it pulling at you like your soul. Does that make sense? It's uh, the grudge. Not sort of. really, but okay. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I mean it's I know you know what I'm saying. I've never experienced that before. <laughs> yeah, I mean either. It's this deep feeling as you get this feeling like something it's like someone has hooked you right in the middle of your stomach. Ouch. And you feel it yank you forward. And when you do, your eyes pop open. What do I see? You're hanging out in the open air. Beneath you is a sheer drop with branches and leaves beneath you, but you can't see the ground. There is a sharp pain in your middle. I touch my middle to see if there's pain there. There is a branch protruding from your gut. It's not like a huge branch that, you know, it's not Logan. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right, right, right. (laughs) Okay. It's just, it's honestly, it looks like a hook. Captain hook. Is there also a line and a sinker? Nope, just a hook. <laughs> and it, it seems like it maybe is coming up through a rib. Ooh. It's pretty bad. You have been killed. Oh, look, I've been impaled. Lark, roll me a, a d20. Roll you a natural 20? Yeah, please. It's not. I mean, I rolled a natural 20, and I still got a... It's a 19. Yeah, with these, yeah, he rolled 19. You guys are rolling really well. Yeah, okay, good, so we don't die. Exactly. Jim, you look around, and off to the side, you see Lorik. Who? Lorik. I don't know him. (laughs) He is also unconscious. Wait, also as in like me? Like you were just unconscious, right? He's been so dead for so long, guys. And... You see him, he's not impaled or anything. He is dangling from a piece of wood. And as you look up, you can see that there's a giant hole in the side of a huge redwood tree. And Lorik is dangling by his robes from the side of it. It looks like whatever chunks of wood that are holding him there could break off and he could fall at any moment. Nice playing with you guys. What would you like to do? 
Uh, I would like to survive. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, I guess I did it. <laughs> how, how, would you like to, how would you like to go about doing that? So let me make sure I understand this. I am hanging by a big old hook. It's gotcha. Yeah, like how far up am I? So think about it like this. You guys were inside this tree. Yeah. There was an explosion. Yep, I remember that. It blew up. Yep. And when it did, there was a chain reaction of multiple rooms with explosive materials inside of them. Yeah, you yeah. were blown out the side of a tree. Right, right. And falling, instead of falling far, you were sort of caught onto a branch. Yep. Just outside this opening, about 10 feet away from it, hanging down from it, about 10 feet. Okay. So if you were to levitate up 10 feet from where you are, you would be level with the opening. Right. But, like, straight down is very far. Is that what I'm yeah. thinking? Okay. Yeah, you, you can't really see because there's a lot of brush beneath you from all these trees in the forest. But you know that you guys went really far up when you levitated up on that platform. Okay. So I want to use Minor Illusion to create a bridge and then walk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no. So he creates a mom goblin. So I want to try to dislodge myself from the branch in a way that is hopefully safe-ish where I don't like bleed out or okay. rip all my guts out while I'm trying to do that. With a natural 20, I'm going to say that you managed to do that just fine. Okay. So I dislodge from the branch. Then. You're hurting, but you're no longer dying. What about like HP and stuff? Am I? HP, I'm going to say that. What is your total HP? 41, and I have 36 of that. Okay. I'm going to say that you're at about 11. Okay. So now I'm at 11 HP. And being at 11 HP is a sad state of affairs. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Lork. So anyway, I will now look to see if there's any way that I could scramble back up to there. Are there like handholds or branches? There are. There are a number of branches. The one that had you hooked was coming off of a larger branch, and you can sort of shimmy your way up onto that larger branch. And from there, you could make your way over to the opening without too much difficulty. Okay, and as I do so, I'm trying to feel to see where I'm damaged, where there's okay cracked ribs or dislodged goop or whatever. I mean, apparently it's not too bad. I've heard all the bleeding's internal, right? Yeah. So so no, that's you <laughs> I know, right? You are shimmying along and and feeling pain, and at first it was really intense, but you notice that the farther you go, actually the less it's hurting. Yeah. It's kind of strange. That is kind of strange. You go to check and you're feeling for the wounds and there's a hole in the right side of your chest where, where your bottom rib is. Uh-huh. And you go, to, you go to sort of gingerly touch it. And as you do, you're feeling to see if it's very large and it, it almost seems like it's shrinking. Am I Wolverine? Are you Wolverine? Yeah. You are now. You're not Wolverine. Am I Deadpool? Am I ugly? You're not Deadpool. Am I Jim? You're Jim. And now that you're doing that, you sort of pause and you hear this odd sound. It sounds like a sort of hum. Yeah. But you turn to look in the source of it, and up through the opening, you can see this glow starting to come out from the opening. Okay, so there's a hummy glow. A humming glow. Hummy glow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a hummy glow. And as you're sort of shimmying up and trying to make your way and you hear that noise and you look up, you see a figure walking toward the edge and they are chanting some sort of incantation. I say, hey, what's up? <laughs> no, I, I try to ascertain whether this is for good or ill and whether it's related to my newfound healing. Yeah, you put two and two together as you see this figure stepping out. He doesn't step out onto the air or anything. He's standing on the platform there, but he is moving his hands and humming an incantation, and you see Lorik start to hover up to where he is, and you, you feel your wound healing even more. And he brings Lorik up, and this figure that you see standing there is is an elven man, but his skin, it almost seems to glow right now. 
this orangish. You've seen people with like a really bad orange spray tan. Yeah, like that. Donald yeah. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of, honestly, it's it's sort of that color, and he's naked except for a very simple covering around his waist, like not a loincloth necessarily. It's a wrap, but it covers all the essential parts. But he's mostly naked. I jump down. <laughs> you just leap. You say, "I'm taking my chances with the ground." <laughs> yeah. No, I, I kid. His eyes are glowing a yellow glow, and his hair is blowing as if the wind was blowing through, but it's not. I guess I make my way toward him, see if I can get okay. down to the platform. And I say, why are you naked? <laughs> he just ignores you, but he looks your way, gives you a little nod and sort of waves, like, come on. Because he sees that you're, you're in good shape now. You're basically just walking on a branch toward the platform. Yeah, I am. You step inside. He's got Lorik beside him, and Lorik is just hovering along beside him, unconscious. And you walk back onto the platform, and everything is sort of blown to heck through here. Great job, Lorik. There's debris everywhere. There's this giant mass of black goop over in the corner that's bubbling. It's not doing anything. It's just sort of sitting there and gyrating and bubbling. There are fires. There's frozen portions of wood all kinds of things, and uh, the hallway that was there before is now just blown away, and it's just carved into the tree, and there are pieces of rooms that are just blown halfway open, so like half the walls are broken down and gone. There's pieces of stone everywhere where they had stone masonry set up, and as the elf walks through, and he's got Lorik, and he is heading out, Jim, you climb up behind him, and you go to follow him, and as you all are walking along, he pauses for a moment. And he turns and he looks to the left. And when he does, Lorik levitates down to the ground and he steps inside the room, kneels down, pushes back a couple of these bricks, and under it is Kellen. Oh, no. Hey, Kellen, uh, roll me a d20. Oh, my goodness. That was a 19 on the dice. Okay. That's one death saving throw. Oh, gosh. I kind of figured. You have a failure. It's about to get real. I mean, that's fun. That is one success, but he pulls back these stones, and there is Kellen. Huddled against the wall in the same room is a halfling, and his head is lulled to the side. He's sitting up against the wall, and he is unconscious, but he appears to be breathing. The elven man... He reaches down and scoops Kellen up in his arms and begins to carry him, now walking at a brisk pace. Before this, Jim, he seemed very, very controlled, very calm, and just sort of matter-of-factly doing things that needed to be done. But as he picks Kellen up, he starts to step away in a hurry. I bet it's the grandpa, king of Manumi. As he heads toward the staircase, what is left of it, Lorik starts to levitate and follows after him. I'm just following and being like, oh, this seems like a good time to not say anything. Good plan. I mean, He it, seems visibly distraught. You're right. And naked. <laughs> Mostly naked. Jim does not talk to naked people. You follow him up the stairs. Servants. Guy has got you part of the way up the steps and you manage to help him as, as he helps get you up there and actually a couple of those elves that are around that are okay they come down and help him and they sort of help cart you off upstairs after a few moments Jim you and the elven man along with Kellen and Lorik arrive on the main platform of the Lane Golos and things are crazy up here the tables and everything that were set up very fancily before with these nice tablecloths all centered around this nice platform in the center of the room are covered in people. People are wounded. There's a lot. The smell of blood is very thick in the air. The smell of smoke and blood and everything else. It's just really like a war zone over here. You're sitting up and looking around and you see this elven man come walking in with Lorik levitating beside him, Kellen in his arms, and Jim coming up behind him. What happened? <laughs> we all died. The guy that is patching up the hole in your side says, there was an explosion, a bunch of explosions. 
Okay. So he's he has Kellen, mm-hmm. Jim, and Lorik. Mm-hmm. He walks into the room and he lays Kellen down on the table. And Lorik levitates over to the one next to it. They all look half dead, don't they? Mm, yeah. And I'm half dead. Neither of them are conscious. You're okay. I mean, you don't have many hit points. You're probably at like seven. I'm not like missing an arm for crying out <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like with that kind of explosion, you'd just be like missing limbs and stuff. I don't know. Crushed. Crushed. Oh, no. Translation, you don't know how messed up you are yet. You're not awake, bro. Oh, gosh. I could be dead. You will be. So, I'm going to go over. Is someone's healing me right now? He was just not healing you. He was, you know, putting a bandage on you, basically. You, There have been clerics and people that have come around and done some things. Druids a lot, and they've stopped the bleeding and patched it up but not completely so they're just putting like a bandage over it thank you sir and i'm gonna go over to all the people okay this elf is standing there looking down at kellen's body and he has his hands one on his chest uh and the other around his leg there and he's just got his eyes closed like he's just concentrating kellen i need you to make me another death saving throw all right not cool man not cool I was a 10. Okay, that's two successes. Oh, my God. Yeah, a 10 is a success. <laughs> All right. You step up, Sir Vance, and this elven man looks over at you and then looks back down at Kellen. I want to try and use something to heal Kellen with. You want to, like, reach toward Kellen? Yeah. You go to reach toward Kellen, and his hand comes out to stop you, and he just looks at you and says, He is not ready. He's not ready. He doesn't answer you then. Okay. So, I will walk over to my other friends. Okay. You go over to Lorik? Yeah, I'll go to Lorik. Okay, what do you do? Uh, he's unconscious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him 10 lay on hands pull. You give him 10 hit points, and Lorik, you don't come awake with a jerking breath. You've been breathing. You have flashes of memory, but you took a real hit, and you feel life coming back into your limbs a little bit, you know? And you sort of take a groaning breath. Vance? Vance? Oh, are my legs still frozen together? (laughs) No. Definitely not, but you don't look so good. Oh. Your head is just rocked. It's killing you. Uh, have you seen my stick? <laughs> Your stick. Wow. <laughs> oh. Hey, you, you're bleeding. You're bleeding a lot. <laughs> We're all bleeding a lot. You got a, there's a piece of board in your face. Right under your eye. You should get that out of your eye. Oh, oh, I'm going to puke. Oh. Jim? Yeah. Are you are you focused on the elven man or are you step are you talking to these fools now? I am trying to look away from the elven man and trying to come over to uh these guys and say, Hey, are is everything okay? I was hurt, but I think that guy over there did something and now I'm feeling some better. You're just feeling better. Not completely. I still I still wouldn't try to get in a fight right now or do any daring acts of daringness, but I at least can stand. That's good. Lork's going to like slowly get up and try to go over towards Kellen and be like, Sir, Sir Vance, we need to... You can't Lork. get up. Yeah, I was going to say. No, he's just going to point a finger. We need to help Kellen. I already tried. We're going to let... He's not him. using healing spells, though, and that's the Archdruid's grandson. I already tried. And Just calm down. Wait a minute. Why is that elf naked? Hey, Kellen, make me another death saving throw. Okay. What am I doing right now? Like dying. How many do I have right now? You have two successes and you have one failure. I got a seven. Mm-mm. It's it's not good. <laughs> he did. Don't die, Kellen. <laughs> I mean, it's not my choice. Okay. Paul's having to think about what to do. So, 
at this moment, Servants, you're saying they're talking to Lark. Lark's trying to convince you to do something for Kellen. You're telling him that you can't. The elf gets a sort of pained look on his face, like like something hurt. And he turns and looks at you, and he says, You are a paladin, yes? Yes. You step over to him. The boy, he is... He is dying. Come on, sir. Can we not heal him? I am trying to heal him. The... His soul, it is not... It will not return. I've tried. Do you think that you can help him? I can try my best. I don't have any spells to use. You have no spells? I mean, I could use cure wounds, but... I'm sure he's using healing spells. He's been trying? Yeah. So I would try... To use cure wounds... Okay. With the combined... Prayer to Paylor. Okay. So give me a religion check. Fifteen. Total? Yes. Okay. So, Servants, you pray. Can you give me a little something here? Paylor. Kellen is our friend. If you can save him, please. We need him. Kellen? Yes. You are going to make a death saving throw. You're going to do so. Oh, no. With advantage. Nice. Okay. But I want you to understand something before you do. Oh, no. You have had two successes, which are good. Due to the way that you were hurt, you were not just knocked unconscious, but you were taken a step toward death, which is why you started with one fail. Yeah. You have one failure. You have an extra failure. You have two successes. Depending on what you roll, this is going to determine what happens to your character. Oh my gosh. If you die, this will be the first death I've ever experienced in D&D from a player. I honestly just had a rock set in my stomach. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait to watch this. I've only died once, and it did, it was not fun. I rolled a 12. A 12 is a failure you die. I'm just kidding. A 12 is a success. <laughs> oh, you did my it. God. You oh, did it. Like a, it was what, a 12 and a I 4? I will say, though, I will say, no, it was a natural 1. Oh my gosh! Oh, sweet, <laughs> his butt cheeks were so hard right then. Yeah, he could have. No, I'm not joking. His his butt cheeks just ate a hole in that chair just then. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh man! I almost spazzed for a second because the first thing I saw was the smaller number, mm-hmm. and my eyes got real big. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the twelve, and I was like, "Oh God, thank you." <laughs> Kellen, you are in a bright place. There are these glowing leaves it's strange at first you it's like you're there but you're not there but then you are there and there's this tree it's a giant tree and these glowing bright leaves all over it and you see charlie charlie comes walking up to you and he says kellen what are you doing here um you shouldn't be here where am i wait i've heard of this before I'm dead. I was trying to pick that stupid elf up, and now I got killed. This is dumb. Kellen, this is this is not you. You shouldn't be here. What? What do you mean? This, this is, is where dead people go, right? No, no, it's not, Kellen. Well, where am I? Kellen, I don't know how you got here, but you need to leave. Well, what's wrong with me being here? It's what, just where? not natural. Well, what is this place, Charlie? I can't really explain it. And as Charlie's saying that, this light shines from behind you. Bright light. Oh, I've heard not to walk towards that. I'm going to walk the other way. No, Kellen, I think that you should go. And from the other side, you hear a voice. And it sounds like Sir Vance. (sighs) Kellen is our friend. If you can save him, please... 
We need him. Jeez. I think you should go that way, Kellen. You know, Charlie, can I ask you one thing, though? You should probably make it quick. How did I ever get tangled up with these people? I don't know, Kellen, but I like to think that if you hadn't met Lorik and Sir Vance and Jim and Guy, of course, definitely Guy, then we would never have met. So for that, I'm thankful. You know what? That's true. Ho-ho! By the way, mm -hmm. Charlie. Yes. How did it feel? Because mine did not feel good, honestly. It's... I got blown up. It sucked. I'll tell you what, Kellen. You know, hurry up and call me back would be great. Yeah. It's nice yeah. here, but Sorry. it's been a few days. Um, has it? No, it's only been like a day. But it's been like four episodes yeah. already. I'm, I mean, yeah, what's the You're deal? Right. There's this person named Rebecca that's probably not going to like the fact that you've been gone so long. <laughs> no. I'm just going to be honest. You should go, Kellen. I hate it. The light yeah, seems to be getting smaller. It's getting smaller, Kellen. You should run, Kellen. Run towards the All light. right, I'll see you later. I'll fist bump him. <laughs> okay. I run towards the light, and I dive. I dive in it. Yes, you dive into the light right as the circle is getting small enough just for your little gnomish form to leap through it, and you come awake okay. with a big gasp. <gasps> Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Kel Kellen? Can I see? Yeah, you can see. Oh, that's not the first thing I wanted to hear after I died. <laughs> oh, he's alive. He's still as hateful as ever. You still casting spells on people? For the rest of my life. As oh, your eyes no. open and, you know, you, you look up, you see two people standing over you. One is Sir Vance. He looks... He's covered in soot. He's got blood on his face. He looks pretty haggard. The picture of masculinity. Exactly. The other... <laughs> you don't look so well. ...is a face you haven't seen in a while. It's your grandfather. Grandpa! He says no. excited and happy and very lovely. Hello, Kellen. It's good to see you again, he says, while kind of tenderly patting you on the shoulder. Oh, this is a weird place to meet, don't you think? After a moment, he leans down and gives you a hug. But it's very awkward. Yeah. It's, Grandpa, I love you. Y yes. I go to hug him and my arm's gone. Yeah. No. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Honestly, I just don't want an arm. Okay. <laughs> really? You're a ranger. You want me to take your arm yes. off? Okay, fine. No more bows yes, for you. Yes, take my left one. Have fun using those special arrows I gave you. Yeah. He's got no. teeth. I'm going to use my teeth. So he says, it's good to see you, Kellen. Yeah, I, I almost died. That was weird. It's good to see you too, though. I will have many questions for you later. Um, but for now, I believe that there are other matters that must have my immediate attention. So, okay, why don't you and your friends go to Corinne and wait for me there? All right. Um, can I actually walk? Sounds like he's in great It sounds hell. like he's fine. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Got this, bro. Kellen, Let's go. It comes like, yeah, I'm good. Which, to be <laughs> fair, he poured most, like, every healing spell he knew he poured into Kellen's body. Well, that's true. Okay. It just, something was up. It didn't, it wasn't seeming to pull him back. Can I walk? Is that possible? You are in a lot of pain. Elevonre walks away from the table, and he begins to go through the room and administer help to some of these other people. Is Liliana here? Iliana? Or, yeah, Iliana, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people in the room right now. It's sort of pandemonious. Oh, okay. I'm going to heal all of my friends. Okay. You take a look around. Jim seems to be okay. Guy. Where, how is he? Guy's okay. He's got some bruises and cuts, but he, he was far enough back behind you that he didn't take most of the explosion. Is Lord good. good enough things start moving yet? Slowly, but yes. Okay, so you just start divvying out healings. I'm going to use three cure wounds. Wait, Sir Vance. One on each of them. Don't wait. Don't on use who? that on me. My three friends who are hurt. Okay. Wait. So you wait. divvy them out. No. Roll me three D8s. Roll me the first one for Lorik. Lorik is fighting you. Seven. And Lorik, you feel health coming to you for what? Nine? Ten? Can nine. no one hear me? For nine hit points. I, I literally tried to stop Servants from healing. He's ignoring you. He would totally ignore you in this instance. I'm just telling you, bro. All right, Kellen. That's five. You take five more hit points. Oh, okay, cool. And one for Jim. Jim. Yay, just one? 
Seven. Seven hit Yay. points. Yay! I love seven. Servants. Uh, Servants. No. You need to save one of those for Paldo. Paldo? Yeah, the halfling, my friend. Paldo! And Lorik starts however he can, like, digging through rubble looking for Paldo. Who is Paldo? Paldo? Paldo got me out of got me out of the cell. Where is he? I don't know. I want to roll perception checks. What does he What does he look like? He's a halfling, and he's he's kind of a little heavy set. He's really good with locks, and he's from Brightport. Jim, have you ever seen him before? Was he the one that was on fire with the branches? No, that was the bad one. He, was he the one that yeah, was, that was carrying that was Jerry. you? Jerry's dead. With Kellen? Yeah. Actually, Jerry's not dead. He saved him. Oh, the that. That halfling. Yeah, him. I, we need to find him. I I promised him if he got me out, we we could help him get go home. What if he's still downstairs? He, or maybe. Lark is like moving boards and digging around and like he's going to go downstairs staggering. I put my hand on Lark's shoulder and say, well, in a way, you helped him home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to walk downstairs with Lark. Uh, do I have anything yes. on me, my wand? No, you definitely do not have anything on you. Do I even have any of my stuff? I feel like you got anything that would have been attached to your body. Okay, I was about to say. A good question. Okay, Jim, you might recall, and you may be holding this information, I don't know, but you might recall that you were with the Archdruid when he stopped and got Kellen, and I did say that you saw a halfling sitting there against the wall, and he was breathing shallowly. In any case, guys, whenever I was following the Archdruid here, I did notice a halfling sleeping over there. I just... I was focused on Kellen, so I didn't think anything of it, and I point to him. I'm gonna go with. Um, show me, show me, show me where. Come here, come, come with me. A point. Okay. You all start making your way down the stairs slowly because each of you is sort of staggering along. I'm still honestly. pretty hurt. Yeah, you are. I didn't take any healings. Uh, well, we'll say you're maybe feeling a little better where they healed you some your side, but you're we're just kind of playing fast and loose with the healing. So. You all make your way down the steps, and there's still a little bit of smoke smoldering around here. Most of the Mm -hmm. fires have been put out, but you know how it is. There's wreckage, and Jim, you lead them back to where they found Kellen. Inside there is a room filled with rubble, and there is a halfling sitting over against the wall with his head sort of lulled over to the side. Lord goes over to him and starts kind of shaking him. Paldo, Paldo, wake up. He sort of grunts. Paldo, are you okay? He doesn't respond. Servants? Immediately. Can you help? How bad does he look? He doesn't look that bad. He's he's not covered in anything. He's, he almost looks the way he's sitting as if he was just blown against this wall. He's probably got a concussion. He's got a big bloody spot on the back of his head over here, but it doesn't seem to be like fatal. He looks all right. Looks okay. Pretty good. Decent. Yeah. Looks like he didn't fall 80 feet without feather fall. Onto a shield. Onto a shield. I'm going to pick him up. Okay. And try to carry him out. Okay. Or at Give least... me, uh, well, I'll say you can. Uh, he's pretty light. I'll say, or at least have someone else help me. You can do it. So you'll favor one side, but you can do it. Paulo, these these are my friends. This is this is Sir Vance. He's going to help you. Paulo's just. Uh... So we'll bring him back to the table that Kellen was on. Mm-hmm. Lark's not going to leave the room wherever the explosion happened. He's going to okay. like start rummaging around looking for his wand. You don't find anything. What about a stick? All you see is some broken glass mm-hmm. and a lot of ash and dirt and burnt wood. Can I roll an investigation check and figure out where they're at? You can roll an investigation check. It's a 13 on the dice. A There's... modifier for investigation is really good. It's a plus seven, so that's a 20. It looks like a bomb went off in here. I mean... <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> if you are look, if you were going to give your professional opinion, you would say it looks like maybe... It almost like someone rolled a giant grenade in there and it exploded. Do we know <laughs> oh what grenades are in this world? Is that a common no. part of Manumi? <laughs> it's definitely uh, not. It's probably a Loric thing. Servants, you get him back upstairs and place him on the table. You look for someone to maybe help him out. Yes. There are a number of druids and such that are coming through and administering healing spells. You look for one that looks like they're free for a moment. There is a gnomish woman, and she looks like she just got done administering a heal to someone's leg that was sliced open. You go over to her? Yes. 
Hey, ma'am. Hey. Uh, yes, yes. We need help. This oh. halfling is hurt. Oh, I'm okay. Um, yes. Uh, let's see if we can't help him. I've, let's see. Comes over there with you, and she starts checking out his his head and looking at the spot. She goes, "Yeah, this doesn't look good. Let's let's see if maybe this this will help." And she begins to cast cure wounds on him. And as she does, he starts to stir a little bit. And he's, oh, my my head. Oh, goodness. Lork's not up here yet? I don't guess. Lork's investigating. Lork's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> he was so worried about his friend until he got down there. And now he's like, me. He needs his wands. <laughs> he's like worthless right now. Uh, you were already worthless. Go Event- ahead. Eventually, Lork would walk uh, up in the middle of this. But go ahead. Oh, uh, goodness. Are you all right? Uh, I don't know. I just remember a loud boom and then just blackness. Wait, wait, where, where's, where's Lorik? Is, is Lorik okay? He's all right. He's looking for his wands. His wands? He's all right? Is he alive? He was, He's I thought alive. he was dead. Oh my goodness. Thank, thank goodness. Oh, I have his wands. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out <laughs> two wands. I got, I've got them right here. I, I grabbed him. He told me to get them off the table. I got his wands. I got this, this thing, and he holds up a little glass vial. He pulls it out of his pocket, and I'm kind of surprised. Dude's got some deep pockets. Oh, here I'll I'll hold on to his things for him. Oh, he, here you go. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> wow, man. I'm so glad that Lark is okay. Yeah. Eventually, Lark comes staggering up the stairs. Yep. I had to put those in my pack. Okay. Oh my. <laughs> Lark, where have you been? Lorik, Paldo, and Lorik, you're okay. He runs over to Paldo. Yeah, saunters. Yeah, crawls. <laughs> shuffles. Over, <laughs> shuffles over to Paldo as fast as possible. Okay. He's like, "Did you see what happened? There was an explosion. Yeah, a big one. Did you see all the magic items that exploded everywhere at the same time? Like we, yeah, I said I was gonna burn this place down, but the next thing you know, it's like flying through the sky, and I wake <laughs> up and I'm like hanging like in the air by this half naked druid dude." And so you caused this explosion that nearly killed all of us. No, not really. It wasn't really. It wasn't his fault, sir. Are you? Is this your? Is this your paladin friend? Yeah. This. This is Sir Vance. Oh my gosh! I've never met a paladin. He's a little intense. Have uh? Do you have my wands? What? No, I don't have your wands. I uh, I just I just gave them to Sir. Uh, uh, if you um. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> sir Vance. Hmm. I gave you. I uh, gave the uh, ones. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad you're okay, Laura. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm okay too. Have you? Did you, you see, cause the explosion? Did you see my stick, Laura? You caused the explosion. What stick? Yeah, I did. I. I. Well, I mean, oh, not it really. wasn't Laura. It no. was more that other halfling that there was, this, was trying to kill me. It was Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> it's always Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. Uh, Slaughterhouse. Jerry. Jerry. Sir Vance, I need my wands. Wands. It was Jerry. Jerry attacked us. Lorik cast a tree spell on him or something. His whole body sprouted leaves. A tree spell. And then he ran at us, and when he did, he started knocking bottles off the walls. Next thing you know, he was on fire. So that's who that was. It was kind of terrifying. Is he okay? But then the shelf was broken. All the bottles were falling. And I was on fire. And then I was frozen. And then all the bottles fell. Yeah, that's when things got real bad. We tried to carry him out, me and that one guy. There was this there was this gnome and, and he and I helped carry Lorik out, but I just I'm really glad you're okay. Yeah, Paldo, but I need I need my magic items. Do you think they got destroyed? I gave the <laughs> your wands I gave them to Sir Vance. Are you gonna Sir Sir Vance? Oh, these <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I told you those. What were about? Lyrics. Did you find my stick of flying or my my giant potion? Well, I don't know. I, there's a little glass bottle there. Oh, this! <laughs> Lorik reaches out and takes the the, all potion. of them. I drink the giant potion. No, I'm just kidding. He like looks at the potion and holds it up towards the light for just a second to make sure there's still a toenail in it. Ew! And then when he realizes it's his, he like puts it in his burned up robes, grabs his wand, and goes, "Oh man, Paldo." I think if you had just got these wands to me faster, nothing would have blew up. Hey, Kellen. Yeah. You're down in the basement looking around and stuff. Yeah. 
Roll me a perception check. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. You are kidnapped by a group of 12-year-old halflings. <laughs> I rolled a natural 20. Okay. You are looking, you're walking around, you're checking to see if anyone needs any help. There's a few other elves down here doing some work, and now other people from the town, gnomes and halflings, everyone's sort of coming together to try and help. You're walking around, and you are sort of calling out, hello, anyone, anyone need help, anybody? And you hear a sound. It sounds like something knocking. Okay. It's not like a consistent knock. It's like a like a boom, like something hitting the wall. And then okay. a couple seconds later, you hear like a boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, I go towards that sound. I mean. Okay. You walk toward that sound, and there is a, a door, and you can hear it. It's, it's like it's hitting this door. Okay. Can I open said door, or is it locked? It's not locked. Okay, I'll open it up. You open the door? Yeah. It's a monster. A stick comes flying out and slams into the wall beside you. Okay. I grab said stick. It is flying, and it keeps ramming into the wall. I grab a hold of said stick. Okay. You grab it. All right. it's still trying to fly into the wall. <laughs> Can I, like, move said stick into different direction besides wall? You sure can. Can oh I boy. aim for the hole in the wall? You go to turn the stick, and when you do, it takes off. Are you holding on to it? Yeah. Okay, uh, make me a strength save. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's a 16 on the dice, boys. Okay, you're able to hold on as it drags you down the hallway. It, oh it is okay, flying down this hallway you know, pretty quickly, and it's just dragging you along the ground. Can it, like, be a freeze frame and, like, you're probably wondering how I got here. (laughs) (laughs) I I honestly don't know myself. And then it just takes off again. Yeah, after a minute, it slams into another wall. Okay. This time, I want to get on top of said stick. Okay. And then move it in certain direction away from wall. Okay. You just roll me a d20. An operation. You're operating this flying stick. Another 16. Okay, you're doing fine. You you are not moving as quickly. You sort of intuitively learn to pull back on it almost like a horse and slow it down, mm-hmm. and you are flying through the hallways. Okay. Can I fly That's out good. the the can I fly out the the massive the hole? hole in the wall? Yeah. yeah, you fly out the hole. Yeah. You're flying around. Alright. This is dope. <laughs> you are flying around outside the canopy. Whee! What do you do? I don't know. I kind of test this thing out. I don't know what the heck it is. That's kind of what you're doing, right? Yeah. Can I can I fly up above the canopy? Yeah, you fly around for a while. He bleeds out in the air. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Yeah, I'm just I'm flying around. You fly around for a while. Can I do like something off of Harry Potter, like jump off said stick for a little bit no, and then land? You're starting. Oh, okay. You're starting to get really sore. You know, you're not okay. feeling well. I'm gonna bring the stick back. And I'm going to land. Okay. You land over in front of the Lane Golas Inn. All right. Man, that's cool. I'm going to put that in my bag. There's a lot of people coming in and out of there. <laughs> okay. You put it in your bag. I just, I mean, yeah, I found this cool stick. That's all. Awesome. You go inside the inn? Yeah. Okay. Your friends are over there. Oh. Hey, guys. Kellen. Hey, what's up? How did you get outside oh you're not gonna believe this but (laughs) i was looking down there for this like just i was looking for people open up this door and the stick just flies out of nowhere out of this door wait what did you say max into the wall wait what did you you say i'm I'm finishing the story or give me a sec flies into the wall and i'm like what the heck he has my stick i grab a hold no Obviously, it's a magical stick, and it's not your stick. It flew out of a doorway. That doesn't make any sense. This is a magical stick I was flying on that the halflings tried to steal from me. Uh, it Like I said, it no. just flew out of the doorway. How could it be yours? I mean, it, it wasn't even with you. Let us see it. All right, he pulls out the stick. <laughs> There's my yeah. stick of flying. That's, that's definitely Lorik's stick of flying okay uh, now this is that not is that not the coolest thing you've ever done Caitlin? 
Yeah, but I'm also kind of feeling like you're lying to me. Because this is what happened last time when I found the boat. It was like, hey, you know, I'll hold it for you. Do you think I would lie to no, you about this? If you remember, Servants, Servants didn't, he didn't let me try to sneak and get the boat from you. So he's not going to lie about a stick. God says, Kellen, actually, that, that is Lark's. He was looking for it. He was just asking about it before you walked in. All right. All right. I believe guy. Jim walks up and says, Oh, you found my stick. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to end this episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This has been Make Believe Heroes. We love you. Leave us a five-star review, please. <laughs> like us on Twitter. Follow us. If you want Charlie back, uh, tech, or what is it? Tweet. Tweet me on Twitter. Good, goodbye. <laughs> he doesn't Twitter. Please. Ah. <laughs> We love you, Bob. Sad reacts only. Before we go, there's one more thing I wanted to mention. We often give a shout-out to BattleBards.com on the show for all of their great tabletop sound effects and music. You know, ones like this. And these. Tampa, Tanya! Tanya, Arawa! Tina, Nata! And some of this right here. You know the ones. If you're interested in using some of these crazy sound effects or some of the beautiful music that BattleBards can provide for your game, you should go right now to BattleBards.com. They've begun a subscription service called BattleBards Prime, which gives you access to hundreds of tracks that are incredible for your table. In fact, if you go right now and use the coupon code MBHPODCAST, you can get 15% off your BattleBards Prime subscription. So go right now and use the code MBHPODCAST to start using fantastic audio today with 15% off. And it'll also help us out. We promise you won't be disappointed.